Harmony woke up the same way she had for the past year, dragged from sleep by the desperate roars of alien prisoners. The smell of old urine coupled with dank sweat washed through her nostrils, and the suffocating humidity clung to her skin like slime on a river rock. She rose stiffly from her wooden cot and tried to ignore the deafening noise echoing off the prison walls. Outside, the dark jungle erupted into a chorus of avian screeches as the animals rejoiced at the first hint of the rising suns. She removed a small triangular piece of lava rock wedged between the planks of her bed and crossed off a row of nine lines etched into the wall. They were the last in a long list of accounting marks that covered the stone squares from top to midway down. Then she smiled. Today was the last day of her sentence. If all went according to schedule, she should be released within the hour. Soon she would be off this furnace and free to roam the stars, hunting whatever bounty offered the biggest profit. But there was only one bounty she really wanted. Prime. That hydrocore brain-eater had been the only bounty to ever escape her. Once she had her freedom, she would stop at nothing to find him. Not only was he the one who got away, tarnishing her perfect record, but he was also the reason why she'd lost a year of her life rotting in this filthy cell. Oh yes, the two of them had serious unfinished business. I made it. I'm going to be free. Keys jingled, and the familiar sound of boots scraping stone echoed down the corridor, growing louder. Finally. A guard strolled up to her cell, holding a mess of chains and shackles in his right hand. You'd think she was a mass murderer instead of a bounty hunter. Turn around and face the wall, he said. Your ride's here. You're seriously going to put manacles on me? Harmony turned her back to him and heard the manacles click closed. I want to leave this hellhole, remember? Running away is really not what I had in mind. Rules are rules, Knox. You get the same delicate pampering as everyone else. I might actually miss you for a minute or two. Who am I going to get to correct my grammar all the time? Tanner walked down the galvanized steel ramp of the Ares into the suffocating heat of an Assyrian summer. A dry wind exhaled a gust of dirt across the black granite landing pad, momentarily obscuring his vision. An alien soldier approached him through the dust cloud, and even before his boots hit the ground, the soldier's large gloved hand landed on his chest. Tanner halted. The soldier wore a gray uniform with brass buttons and two gold chevrons on the right arm, indicating he was low-ranking regular army. The dark olive tones of his green skin were usually found among residents of the northern provinces, where most of the quarries and mines were located. Even though life as a soldier was more dangerous, The food and perks of the army probably beat the hell out of working in the mines with its dirty, back-breaking labor. The soldier glared at Tanner from under a thick, prominent brow that shadowed two piercing greenish-yellow eyes. A slow, smoking anger filled Tanner's gut, a conditioned reflex instilled in him years ago, and he clenched his hands into fists to keep it contained. He scowled at the soldier, then at the hand that had just touched him. The soldier's jaw muscles bulged as he moved his bulk in front of him, boldly locking his gaze with Tanner's. Keep cool. Don't let this guy bait you. You're just here for a pickup. You don't want to spend the next few months in jail.
Tanner took a step back, and the contact was broken. Tanner reached into the breast pocket of his jacket, brought out a piece of paper, and held it out to the soldier. For a moment, the soldier didn't move. Then he snatched it and read it. He opened his mouth to speak, but quickly reconsidered when his general rode over. General Gavin Theron was an older bull male, who probably weighed over 300 pounds, and dwarfed the young soldier in front of him. Mounted on a reptilian horse called a Hyperia, the general exuded a potent mixture of hidden violence and rancorous authority. He had some facial scars, and his left eye was covered with a black patch. He didn't even glance at the paperwork the soldier gave him before folding and stuffing it into his black tunic. Tanner worked at keeping his expression neutral. Assyria was one of his least favorite alien worlds, where it didn't take much attitude to get imprisoned or killed. All he wanted was to get his pickup and hightail it the hell out. Every move he made left him feeling as vulnerable as an ancient Christian thrown into an arena of hungry lions.